You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the Future of Pharmacy Podcast, featuring the innovators transforming medication management. The Future of Pharmacy Podcast is brought to you by OmniCell. Now here's our host, Ken Perez. Welcome to the Future of Pharmacy Podcast. I'm Ken Perez, OmniCell's Vice President of Healthcare Policy and Government Affairs, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us today. COVID-19 has caused profound changes to the healthcare system. One of the most far-reaching of those changes is the increasingly central role that community pharmacies are now playing in healthcare. The pandemic has strengthened and expanded the role of local pharmacies as trusted and convenient healthcare destinations. Community pharmacies now provide a growing array of vital care services, from administering life-saving vaccines and point-of-care testing, to conducting wellness programs, drug therapy counseling, and more. But given the challenges that pharmacies already face in effectively managing their current patient demand, some big questions remain. Among them, how can retail pharmacies capitalize on their new elevated status within the healthcare continuum? And how can they carve out sufficient time to enable their pharmacists to truly practice at the top of their license, which is a precursor to providing patient-centric care? Our guests today are here to discuss how pharmacies are adopting innovative and proven digital technologies that are transforming both the practice and business of retail pharmacy. Dwayne Jones, a pharmacist and clinical program director and pharmacy district manager at Harps Food Stores. Based in Arkansas, Harps Food Stores operates a chain of supermarkets and pharmacies in four states. Dwayne, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Thanks. I'd also like to welcome David Kirkus. He's a pharmacist as well and director of consulting services at Enliven Health. And Enliven Health is the division of OmniCell that builds digital technology solutions for retail pharmacies and health plans. David, welcome to our program. Thanks, Ken. Great to be here with you and Dwayne today. Terrific. Dwayne, you're a longtime pharmacy professional and business leader with an impressive commitment to the pharmacist community. Can you share with our audience your background and about your role at Harps Food Stores? I have a, a vast experience in pharmacy from everything from owning my own independent to owning home infusion pharmacies to working with national chains. And now we have the opportunity to create a clinical program within our company here at Harps Food Stores. I'm the clinical program director. I'm also district manager. And we have created and, and had our residency program as well. Uh, we've created a, a program that we teach clinical programs across the United States to teach pharmacists how to workflow clinical within their daily operations. Thanks for that, Dwayne. Now, David, please share with our audience your pharmacy background and how you joined Enliven Health. Really been in, in pharmacy since I was a teenager, starting as a, a pharmacy technician I'm at a chain pharmacy and then went to pharmacy school, obviously, and began a career with public supermarkets where I spent almost 20 years, started as a pharmacist and, and worked through a variety of roles and then ended up my last role for the last several years was as director of pharmacy, overseeing all of the administrative aspects of operating the chain. And, and during that time, I had the uh, pleasure of working with Enliven Health as a partner. So I became very familiar with their capabilities and really very intrigued about their vision for helping pharmacies transform their practices 
and really better meet the patient's healthcare need in the community pharmacy setting. So I, I joined the team here a couple of years ago and really thrilled to work with our partners such as Dwayne and Harps to continue facilitating that transformation. Dwayne, can you give us your perspective on how you've seen the business and practice of pharmacy change since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic and any specific challenges that you see pharmacies facing right now? Well, it's been, it, it was all encompassing at the time that it was happening, but it, it also has opened up so many doors and generated so much awareness about the value of community pharmacies involved in healthcare and patient outcomes. We've seen as a result of this, some demands on our time and one of the challenges is workflowing all of these opportunities. And I think that's where we look at the value of the programs that Enliven Health has. And that's what we've been able to do is, is employ those and, and help us manage that workflow. I think that that's, we've seen some independent pharmacies that have sold their businesses because they got stressed out. Part of that was because they were trying to do everything all at one time, instead of trying to utilize technology, utilize systems, scheduling things so that it workflows and it's manageable. And I think that's the key going forward as we look at practice transformation is how do we do these things in a, in a very pragmatic and a very efficient method. And we're gonna have to employ the technology and the programs and the tools that Enliven Health has. I think that's of Solomon David earlier. One of the greatest values of us working with you is your ability to be able to adapt and your understanding of how this change impacts the daily lives of every pharmacist and with operations. So it's a joy to be working with you all. You're listening to the Future Pharmacy Podcast. I'm Ken Perez, your host, joined today by Dwayne Jones of Harps Food Stores and David Kirkus of Enliven Health. Dwayne and David, let's talk about how pharmacies are facing these challenges. We touched on the pharmacist burnout being an issue and for pharmacies. And now both of you, how do we tackle that challenge? I mean, we've certainly seen shortages facing healthcare workers across all areas of healthcare and pharmacies are no different there. You know, there's shortages of both pharmacists and pharmacy technicians right now at a time where the workload challenges for pharmacies are at an all-time high, increased patient demand, which is an absolutely wonderful thing for the industry. But we've always sort of been an industry where you have to do more with less all the time. And I think that that's really come into focus recently. And it's, it's caused a lot of people to leave the workforce. And then so what you have is the staff remaining in place has to do even more with even less. But to me, pharmacists are so resilient. They step up, they take care of patients, no matter what the challenge is. I've never seen any better example than that, than the way that millions of immunizations for COVID really propelled the entire country through the pandemic led by the community pharmacy. But I think there's a couple of real major responses that, that we're seeing from our partners. One is the increasing reliance on a pharmacy technician to step up and take a more prominent role in supporting the pharmacy by doing such things as administering um, immunizations themselves and, and other tasks that they can do to free up the pharmacist to be more directly engaged in patient care. And the other way they're doing that is through increasing reliance on technology solutions to streamline workflow and improve upon 
the inefficiencies that, that exist in just the, the nature of operating a resale pharmacy. So this is an area where we see immense opportunity to continue driving a better workflow experience for the pharmacist. And that ultimately is going to lead to a superior patient experience and improved health care for those patients that pharmacies are serving. We've seen so much awareness of the pharmacist's ability to be able to deal with with challenging situations and provide organization structure. And if it had not been for the community pharmacists with this outbreak of the pandemic and getting the vaccines out, it would have been catastrophe because they had no place to go. It was, it was not well structured as far as who's going to be in line. And so the, the community pharmacy stepped up and, and accepted that responsibility and just did a remarkable, heroic job. And I think that that's where we're looking today is more people are aware of we need to utilize them. They're accessible. They're extremely knowledgeable. They're talented and we need to utilize their abilities to impact patient care. We're seeing major, major industries, insurance companies today and plans that are saying, how can we utilize your services and starting to actually pay us for those services? So we've talked about practice transformation for many, many years, and, and it's here. I mean, we, we literally uh, are on the precipice of this happening. And I, and I think as we talk around the country and as we see pharmacists that are hesitant because they've been told this for a couple of decades now, it's like, it, no, it's here. Well, you, know, you, look, you look at the American Pharmacists Association, I think one of the concerns they have is, you know, okay, we get provider status, with, whether it's through private payers or through CMS, it's like, okay, what do we do now? Well, we're at the precipice, like I said, where we need to start preparing every day. Like you said, workflow, delegating responsibilities to our technicians and non-clinical duties so that we can focus on those clinical duties. And I can tell you, MedSync program, the auto refill reminder programs that you have that we're utilizing today and care schedule has been the savior for us in all of this. And so we we encourage our pharmacy. I was at a pharmacy the other day and, and it was a national meeting and I saw this pharmacy and I'm like, you know, they're doing such a great job of MedSync and that's allowing them to workflow more clinical into their their workflow every single day. I think, I think that's one of the keys. That's the basic that we have to do. And then utilizing all of the other technology that we can use to, to automate things, to make us more efficient and to keep us from doing those non-clinical tasks. Now, Duane, an ancillary benefit of improving workflow efficiencies is reducing the workloads of pharmacists right now. Another pain point you just touched on. By decreasing workloads, you're giving pharmacists the power to advance their mission of providing patient care and obviously keeping patients healthy, happy, and loyal. So Dwayne and David, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. We really are building all of the solutions that we have today and where our roadmap is going is to try to skate to where the puck is going in, in the retail pharmacy world and anticipate this evolution and provide solutions that allow Harps and our other partners to really fully participate in that transformation of pharmacy practice. And the only way that's going to happen is through improving efficiencies in workload and, and keeping the pharmacist from achieving that point of burnout where they're ready to just turn their back on the profession. It's just, it saddens me as a pharmacist myself to even think about operating in an environment where that's the case. So I agree with Dwayne in about MedSync. It really is the baseline solution for 
keeping patients adherent and improving workflow efficiencies by proactively filling prescriptions in advance and not reacting to when a patient comes in. Those kind of things that's been around for a while and is still very much providing value to our pharmacy partners. I think some of the other things that that we've deployed to really help move that transition forward and improve workflow, things like our personalized communications solution, which it's communications. You may not immediately think, how is that improving my workflow? But when a caller calls into a pharmacy and we can use an intelligent solution to anticipate the reason for that phone call, proactively answer the patient's questions, direct them. If we can see that there's a refill that they may be due for, we can do things like recognize you by by name, you know, is this kin? And you provide some very basic information to confirm that you are who we think you are. And then we know what is potentially the reason that you're calling and, and drive you through that, whether it's we think you're calling for a refill and we say, Ken, are you calling to refill your lisinopril, whatever your medication is, right? So, you know, that may sound like a small thing, but what that does and what we really see in the results is it's keeping the patient from transferring into the pharmacy to speak with a pharmacy associate. And the more you can do to keep the pharmacist and the pharmacy technician off the telephone, the more time they're going to be able to spend directly engaging in patient care. Dwayne's already referred to our care scheduler. I'd love to hear Dwayne elaborate a little bit too about you know how they use that through the pandemic and managing workflow by scheduling COVID immunizations and putting a pharmacist in position to know exactly who's coming in when for those vaccines, which stage, which vaccine they need to get, which manufacturer they're getting, which which dose in the series they're getting. All of those kinds of things that were very, very challenging to navigate through when just you know millions of people were desiring to get vaccinated all at once has really helped pharmacy get through the pandemic, but I think is something that really needs to be built on for flu season and then going into the future of, of additional clinical practice as well. This concept of scheduling time to go to the pharmacy, I can't say strongly enough how important that sort of change in mindset for customer behavior is and just getting comfortable with that so that as pharmacies continue to expand the scope of what they're able to provide, it's already becoming natural for you to behave as a patient in that way and not just expect to go into the pharmacy, wait in a long line and be there forever because you didn't have an appointment. What puts a pharmacy in a position to really be a central player in the healthcare hub in meeting a patient's needs which is a Medicare plan selection tool. These are very complex conversations that every year a, a Medicare beneficiary has to go through with their pharmacist. And it usually requires a lot of manual entry, looking up drugs and making sure that you're, as the patient or the pharmacist helping the patient, that you're looking at every medication the patient is taking and trying to select the, uh, the right plan for the patient. What our match tool does is automate all of that. So all of that data flows directly into the tool. And with a click of a button, you get to the best plan for that patient very seamlessly and the ability to then enroll directly into that new Medicare plan. There's just so many Medicare beneficiaries out there that are not selecting the best plan because they just continue to renew the same plan year after year without looking at what is the most cost-effective solution for them. So I think that's just another way that we're providing patient value and value to the pharmacy to try to improve the experience for both players and, and improve what we can do out in the community. 
David, I'll just follow right up with that. Your MedSync program, like you said, and I made a reference to, and all the tools that you've had, we have rolled these out deliberately in a fashion that will get them comfortable with the MedSync program, the communications that are going out to the patients. Then we can roll out the immunization reminders. We roll out the refill reminders. And we do it after a time that the people are comfortable with 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 those calls going out. If you stop and think about to call the patient to remind them to pick up their med sync, to call the patient to remind them to to refill the prescription, call their patient, all of the time and effort that would take if you had human resources actually trying to do that. And I can tell you that I know that from experience because we thought, well, when we started a med sync program, maybe we could do it manually. Well, our clinical uh, director, uh, Jerry Grisham, is our clinical manager, and she tried this. And then after, you know, three or four weeks, she was frustrated. And we we found your program and it just was a solution for us and has been a tremendous asset for our company to generate more consistent adherence with our patients, more consistent refills, taking workload off of us, allowing us to manage our workload and put our, our workload throughout the month as opposed to having everybody come in at one time. That was the foundation for everything else that we built off of. And then we built off of that and we've used the refill reminders, the immunization. And now we're looking at care scheduler. I mean, literally, I've said this many times, it was our salvation during COVID vaccine because it allowed us to schedule these patients in by pharmacy. They could set up their own schedules by pharmacy and patients could go in and schedule their time. And it would allow us to manage all of those vaccines. And some people were going out and they were doing huge events. We were just very methodical. And that process of being very methodical, we gave well over 20,000 vaccines just in the process. And we did not let it destroy our workflow. And my, my, my thought was, and my, my comment was, it's not going to tsunami our operations. We owe that to our pharmacists that are out there in on the battle lines and the front lines every day. Well, as they started to utilize this program and they started to see the value of it. We just had one gentleman, uh, one of our pharmacists last week thought, well, I'm just going to do these boosters and just tell everybody to come in on a Friday. And so they all came in. Well, guess what? They all came in at the same time. I said, that was really a bad idea. He goes, I agree. So let's get back on track. <laughs> Use this care schedule for what it's for. Now, what we're seeing is that state of Arkansas, Arkansas Medicaid, they've passed the law that we're going to be able to, to do point of care testing and we can test and treat. And so we're going to be doing COVID testing. We are doing it currently and we schedule it in several of our pharmacies. But that strep and flu and to be able to schedule that along with your flu vaccines and your COVID boosters, your other immunizations that you're, you're going to give, whether it's Shingrix, whether it's it, it's one of any of the other number of immunizations, you can schedule all of those in with Care Scheduler. We even will be able to schedule our CMRs for our MTM because we think it's really important for our pharmacists to do those at the store level. So if you look at these tools and look at managing that, we start to push all of these demands on our time that are so time sensitive out into a manageable structure that we can then focus on patient care. And then we can take time with these patients and we can schedule them accordingly according to what our workload is, according to what our scheduling is for those days. The program has been extremely viable to us. We're looking forward to utilizing it more for our point of care testing. We, uh, our, our pharmacists, all of our pharmacies are credentialed with Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield Liz clinics. 
all of our pharmacists are credentialed with Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield as providers. So we are currently providing point of care testing and billing them for it. That's another thing that we look in the future as we start to become providers. First of all, our pharmacists are going to have so much more gratification because of their interaction with patients. Secondly, you'll be able to bill as you would, as a normal provider would. Those are things that in some of these situations, it's going to be a radical transformation of, of workflow for, for pharmacists that have been focusing on dispensing. But as they make that transformation with support of these programs, their life is going to be so much more fulfilling, and then we'll have so many more opportunities. So you can tell I'm, I'm passionate about that, but this has been my dream for, for years and years and years, my entire career, is getting us to the clinical standpoint that we can actually close some of these care gaps and make a difference in, in healthcare across the country. That's very exciting. Now, David, regarding how pharmacies can be transformed into community healthcare destinations, as we've discussed, you're getting into the area of population health programs, and we're seeing pharmacies shift to being even more laser focused on elevating patient care and the patient experience. So what do you recommend pharmacies do um, to focus on and work on to improve these programs? You know, you have to also take a step back and think about the the operating environment here. The pharmacy management system, the software that pharmacists and technicians are working in all day long, filling prescriptions, are just not built to support advanced clinical care, right? So you can't document and bill all of the different data points that are required to bill Blue Cross Blue Shield on the medical side for a point of care test, right? It's it's just not what the pharmacy management software was built to do. So it's a combination, Ken, of being willing to take a leap like Dwayne and Harps is doing and, and everything, like he said, you know, the, the profession has been asking to expand for so many years and now we've got opportunities. It takes a bit of courage to try to transform your practice and do something you've never done before for the first time. And when you don't have the right technology solution in place to support that, it becomes really scary. So that's that's what we are here for is to to work with with folks like Dwayne who are advancing the profession. And we want to be that back end component to help manage through that and, and promote the ability to provide patient care to fit it into workflow and to get reimbursed for it. So it becomes, you know, one of those things that offsets the biggest challenge that the industry faces. Let's be honest, it, it, reimbursement gets worse year after year after year. You cannot rely on filling prescriptions, you know, two, three, five years from now, if that's all you're doing in pharmacy, I don't know how you keep the lights on. It's just these new advanced clinical opportunities are where the future protection against the, the erosion of reimbursement lie for pharmacy. And we're excited about the scope of practice improvements that are happening in, at the state level and federal levels in a lot of different areas. And uh, like I said, building solutions to continue to facilitate that for pharmacies. Now, Duane, David earlier talked about personalized patient communications and how important that they are. How do you see pharmacies implementing more personalized strategies? I think technology is what's like I mentioned earlier, to try to reach the scope of, of patients with your staff is, is a challenge. If we can use technology, like with the refill reminder program, we're using that now. And quite frankly, I'll be honest, I was shocked as how successful that program was. So we tested that program and I thought we would get a lot of pushback from people just from phone calls, but it was 70% 
refill rates. People are saying, yes, thank you. Those type of things, those outreach programs that allow us to personalize information directly to the patients, we can reach so many more people through that technology. And it's a personalized technology. The great thing about working with Enliven Health is that when we see an opportunity that for an enhancement to a product, the great thing is that you take it to heart and it doesn't take two years to bring it to fruition. It's done in a timely manner, quite surprisingly so, which is really a positive because then you have more tools that are being readily available to the pharmacist that allows that, that patient touch and those very individualized messages. And I think the concept of personalization is, I think in every aspect of a consumer's life, technology is getting smarter and everything is being more personalized. And and it feels in a large way like healthcare is lagging behind in some ways. I like to do real life scenarios with pharmacies sometimes, and I'll go and visit pharmacies that don't use some of our solutions and just talk about things and it's, or call the pharmacy and the experience is, is not very good. Or I filled a couple of prescriptions at a pharmacy recently to see how the process would go. And I got two phone calls from two different employees of that pharmacy within about an hour of each other telling me that my prescription was ready. And how much waste is there in that when, you know, we've got solutions that can easily notify me automatically, send me a text message and let me know my prescription's ready. So these are core blocking and tackling kind of things that we've been doing for years. But beyond that, personalization, in my opinion, is doing things like looking at your immunization history and determining that you're due for a booster vaccine, reaching out to you with a text message that reminds you it's time to get your next dose of a vaccine. And then here embedded in the text message is a link to our care scheduler, schedule the appointment at your convenience, fill out all the paperwork at home instead of on a clipboard in the pharmacy. You digitize the experience, make it super easy for the patient to manage through the workflow get them scheduled. And then, you know, when the appointment is um, coming up, we remind the patient with an automated call or text and then close the gap once the patient's in the pharmacy by uh, allowing the pharmacist to document everything and submit to the state registries and all the other things that are required above and beyond filling a prescription to manage these more advanced kind of clinical practices. And it's all done in a very personalized way because we're able to use our data and our knowledge of what the patient needs and reach out to them proactively and individualize the experience instead of just sending flu shot reminders in the mail to everybody in your customer list, which, you know, pharmacies have been doing things like that for a long time. It's extremely wasteful. It's not personalized and you know, nothing is worse than getting a reminder to do something that you've already done. And, and we can avoid all those kinds of things by using data and being very timely in our, our ability to contact the right patient at the right time for the right opportunity. Can I just elaborate a little bit, David? One of the things about Care Schedule that's been so impressive to us is the adaptability and the enhancements that have come with that program as demands for on our time start to increase. And so one of the things, like you mentioned, is submitting that electronically, getting them to fill out their consent form, their information's in there, and then the ability for that to be able to submit it to the registry. The amount of time we spend just submitting to the registry, even though we get the immunization task and PMAP, it still is a manual process. And to, to, to shift that responsibility to the front 
beforehand, where you're actually involved with that patient, you've got contact with them, instead of having to be removed from that patient on the back end and, and sitting in a corner submitting it, uh, that's that's going to be huge for us. And we're excited to see that develop and, and start to become effective. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our expert guests, Dwayne Jones, Clinical Program Director and Pharmacy District Manager for Harps Food Stores, and David Kirkus, Director of Consulting Services for Enliven Health. I'd also like to thank you, our listening audience, for joining us today. For the Future of Pharmacy podcast and for OmniCell, I'm Ken Perez. Thanks for listening. This has been the Future of Pharmacy podcast, featuring the innovators transforming medication management. Until next time, don't get stuck in the clouds. The Future of Pharmacy podcast is brought to you by OmniCell. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.